This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Adam Beckman, that is a wonderful bad beat. Adam Beckman, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan kid, former Spokane Chief, has his first NHL goal taken off the board because of an offside review by former Blade Todd McClellan. That's a bad beat. It is when you have a win in betting right within your grasp, and at the last second, something unforeseen happens and pulls victory right out of your hands. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. Coming to you from the IKS Studios, the bunker, as we like to call it. Having big fun on your favorite daytime sports talk show. And now we can turn his mic on and put the camera on him. The ageless, the fearless, and peerless Daryl Rommeld, the man that I call the bandit because he's from Brooks, Alberta. How you doing, bandit? You read that almost exactly as I wrote it. Yes, exactly. Thank you for that introduction. I'm a good reader. Very sweet. Pull that mic right into you. You know how to work one of those, Daryl? Well, usually it's pinned on me. (laughs) Yeah, good point. This guy, we have... Yeah, we have a lot to get to. We're, we're coming at you live on Game Plus Television, as you all know. Also, iHeartRadio, WQEE Radio, and the streams going live on YouTube right now. Just to recap, if you just tuned in, we were talking about the Winnipeg Jets lost last night 2-1 to the Islanders. Not a big deal. The Calgary Flames, 6-3 win at Arizona. Tonight they go into Vegas. Daryl is an Alberta guy, and do you not? You would identify as a Flames fan, would I be? Yeah, geographically, absolutely. (laughs) Geographically, sure. Depends on the year. Yeah. He was also also at the Pats game last night. He watched Connor Bedard light it up, a goal and five assists. There are people in the dub that are saying there's some phantom assists going on there in Regina. I'm like, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to even get into the argument. Let's just talk about Connor Bedard. What amazes me about this young man is the crowd. Anytime he touches the puck, they're ooh. on. Ooh, ha, whoa. <laughs> I know. And I had my two nephews in town this weekend. They wanted to specifically see Connor play. They did. He was fantastic. One bought a jersey, wants me to get it signed. So now I've got to stand in that lineup on Tuesday for the team signing event uh, and get that done for him because I want to be a good uncle. But I mean, this kid is absolutely dynamite. And I talked to a couple of scouts last night who said that this year's tier goes Connor. A gap, <laughs> six or seven guys, and then a big gap. So you want to be in that top eight if you can manage to be there. Yeah. Well, Anaheim's finally figured it out. They've lost six in a row. And the trade deadline's coming. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can lose even more. Uh, Connor Bedard's going to make some coach and some scouts look really good with the team that he's with. And actually, now might be the best time to talk about this. Uh, there's Scotties, there's NBA, there's Eric Bieniemy being hired in Washington. These are all things that we talked about in hour one. But I meant to say this too. Overdrive yesterday, TSN Radio Toronto, they're talking about Connor Bedard and the race to get Connor Bedard. Every, it's in my commentary today, Bandit. I've been doing this a long time. And one thing I've realized what works is when you have something that's hot, Ride it till the wheels fall off. Game was on TSN.ca last night. You could watch it online, and a lot yeah. of people did. And would have enjoyed it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was. Wait, did you stay to the end? Because I did not. No, I. Get, I mean, you my, get up my, very early. My get up call is four a.m. So I I usually stay till about the end of the second. So I saw the good bulk of it. I caught the rest of it on .ca when I got home. And uh, I, my biggest question isn't Connor Bedard because we know what he is and we know yeah. what they're going to get. I want to know what Tanner Howe is. We saw a little glimpse of it when Connor Bedard was gone at the World Juniors. Is Tanner Howe a first round pick, or is Connor Bedard making Tanner Howe look like a first round pick? Yeah, I've watched. He's a phenomenal I've young player. I've watched a lot of hockey. I think. Is he a first rounder? No. Is he a, an early second? I don't rounder? think he's a first round. He's he's a high pick, but he's not a first round pick. And they were talking about his line mate uh, from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. And I, I want to say this again for the viewers nationally here and those that are tuned in across America. You probably see this. The National Sports Network's in Sports Center, in Sportsnet Connected. Every time the Pats play a junior team, it's the yep. Bedard watch. Here's what Connor Bedard did tonight on the National Sports Networks. I've never seen anything like it. Like in America, it's Mark McGuire's coming to the plate. Let's see what he does in the chase of 62. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They That's the kind of coverage coverage yep. a junior hockey player They touched game. on a bit with uh, Sidney Crosby way back, right? And then this is the same sort of fever, but it seems to have this weird pitch, and maybe it's because all those American teams are in the mix. In major centers, right? We got right. Anaheim in the mix. You got Chicago and Original Six in the mix, who now aren't getting Jonathan Taves back, and may trade Patrick Kane. I guess we see what happens here as we get closer to the deadline if they can unload that contract. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the eyes of some major metropolis centers are focused right in on number ninety-eight right here in Regina. Well, and I've been doing a lot of reading. Again, when you're in Canada, you're immersed in hockey. Uh, so one comment I saw on The Athletic, it was Eric Duhatchik's column. He said the race for the bottom is as hot or hotter than the race for the top <laughs> because of the Bedard thing. Yeah. But let's talk about the chase. And if you don't mind, we are sitting here in the NHL Bermuda Triangle. People love when I say that because we're right. And they seldom don't understand what it is. It's, we're smack dab in the middle of Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, where hockey's very big. It's a great way to put that. I've often said it. And um, let's talk about the Flames. Your team? Are they legitimately your oh, yeah, team? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I, Can you give me your assessment on these Calgary Flames? I, I'm not sure if they found their identity yet as a, as a team, which is astounding when you're 50-plus games into the year. Every once in a while, they're lightning hot, and then, oh my goodness, what happened to this team? And you, you watch part of a game, and you say, Jonathan Schubert, maybe this wasn't the best idea. And then he does something spectacular, and you go, can he do more of that? So I, I don't know that I'm confident in them. I don't think that they're a playoff round winning team. But are they a playoff but I think team? The, I think they're a playoff team. Uh, and I, I like the direction in which they're heading. Some of the young kids coming in, getting some ice time, are, are doing very well. Well, I enjoy the visiting with the hockey folk. And you were in the room when I was last night. You saw who was there from the NHL, mm-hmm. uh, the scouts and some uh, junior scouts there. And they, one thing they said about the Flames specifically, <clears throat> it might have been the last Pats game, but one of the scouts said, it takes time. Nazem Kadri, Mackenzie Weger, Jonathan Huberdeau. There's a lot of new faces introduced into that dressing room. I'm like, how long does it take? Yeah, that's it's a good point, asking. but nobody's willing to wait in today's well, world. No, nobody's willing to wait for anything in today's world. They want results now, and they just don't seem to have whatever the formula is figured out just yet, and hopefully they can do it soon. Uh, I'm not done with this yet. I'll try to get to the viewer and audience questions, but I'm enjoying my chat uh, with the bandit. And we are airing across Alberta, his home province, Channel 924 on So if you're watching from out there, shoot us a note, 902-518-3033 or wherever you are tuned in from across America. Can I just 
breathe this supposed scenario okay. that the Flames miss the playoffs because it could very easily happen. Yeah. What happens then? Oof. Right. Right? <laughs> Oof. You haven't thought about that yet? I try not to. Because, um, again, you go back to when you talk to the scouts in the dressing rooms uh, last night and they say you don't want to be in this nether region of picks because who knows? And God bless them. The Calgary Flames have been horrible drafters for so many years. Go back to that year. It was just not too long ago when they had three first-round picks. Morgan Klimchuk didn't work out. Yep. Uh, Olivier didn't work out. And and Sean Monaghan did for a while, got hurt, and now you see he's in Montreal. So I really would like for them to try to push. I want them to be buyers. Yeah. I don't know if they have the assets or the dollars to do it, but I want them to be buyers. I still believe in Daryl Sutter. I know a lot of people are starting to get on the fence with that. I think that the whole family has such an incredible character and they're wonderful hockey minds. And maybe do you look at him being the GM instead of the Daryl, just the coach? We tried that before. Yeah. Maybe you try it again. I don't know what yeah. the answer is here. What I would like to do, and maybe I will when I get back to South Florida, sit down with Matthew Kachuk and say, Chucky, <laughs> what's the deal in Calgary? You can tell me. Wouldn't you like to know? Because he's just like. Do you think he'd tell you? No. <laughs> I don't think he'd tell anybody. No. Um, and he, I don't even know him. But the point is, he just rode out of there with a smile on his face, and look what he's doing in Florida. And yeah. they're in a playoff spot, as I sure noticed this morning. Sure are. So, and Johnny Gaudreau in Columbus, I don't think anybody could be successful in Columbus. So, let's forget about that. And they're in that. the mix for And, and he's that an all-star. Right? Yeah, what for if last. What Connor Bedard ends <laughs> up there? Well, and that. Yeah. That, lineup, that lineup, by the way, should not be a last-place team. Nope. Go well, up and down. I mean, goodness. Sitting oh, that's with, why the game's not played on paper, I suppose. Sitting with the uh, NHL scouts last night, we, one of them said if he goes, if Connor Bedard goes to Columbus, he'll have a lot of good players to play with. And he was rattling oh, off. Absolutely. Johnny Gaudreau, Patrick Laine, Cole Sillinger. I'm like, yeah, why are they 31st in the NHL? I don't understand that. But I said, I don't want him to go to Columbus because we'll never hear from him again. I've There's, said it like four or five times. He'll be, he'll be done. Yep. There's Rick, certainly a team, though, that, you know, next year could be in the top five and you would be like, OK, that makes sense. From Jen, the Oilers fan, she says, I'm OK with the Flames not making it. Yeah, she would. Be. LOL. <laughs> uh, Jeff, Jeff, the Stampeders fan, which, by the way, he's got to take on the CFL landscape and Bowley by not being in Calgary anymore. We'll get to that in the next segment. All right. But Jeff, the Stamps fan says, would any winner of the draft lottery consider trading Connor Bedard and here's my thought hmm. and, and by the way I love how much people are talking about this kind of stuff if you're Columbus maybe you do if you're Arizona you trade him for Austin Matthews interesting Hot because treat. Austin Matthews is of course send him home from there yeah and Arizona you can market the crap out of him I mean Connor Bedard would do well wherever he goes but I'm saying if anybody were to trade him I think it would be Arizona. But the thing is, as you know, mm -hmm. I had good friends that were owners of the team, and they were literally – they were the owners of the team when the draft lottery happened when Matthews went number one overall to the Leafs. And they finished like sixth in that particular year. But their rebuild, their plan to save hockey in Arizona centered around Austin Matthews. And then they, they – it didn't happen. They sold the team, and they're gone. Right. It's got a new owner. And that would be the one scenario. But I don't see anybody else trading him. I, but Columbus could. Right? We, we went down the roster. If anybody had the ability to, to add to their team, what's Connor Bedard worth once you get to the NHL level? 
How many points does he have in his rookie season? That's another thing that we have not spent enough time on. And I, I, don't, I don't mean to lob you a grenade. I should have told you. Six, in, 60 to 65. Well, that didn't take long. Sammy nope. Cosentino here yesterday said 50. 50? I'm saying 82. I mean, it's really dependent upon where you go, right? If you're in yes, Columbus and is. you've got those players to play with, yeah, maybe you do get 80. But if you're, and if you're in Chicago, maybe you've got a scenario where you can get north of 70. But in Anaheim, does he get that much? I don't know if he does. There's a lot of good young talent there, too. A lot of good there, young too. talent there, too, but still young. Yeah, well, can I ask you that, uh, viewers? And we'll switch it around to football next segment. But, yeah. frankly, I'm quite enjoying this. And to be honest, I'm, I'm interested. There, I, well, I'm watching VEASAN this morning on Sportsnet 360. And it was Stormy Buona Tony and Tim Murray talking about college basketball live in the Circus Sportsbook. And I'm like, this is entertaining to me. If they can talk college basketball, why can't I talk about Conor Bedard? in America and we can talk about this in Canada because it's fun and so to the audience how many points do you think Connor Bedard will get as an NHL rookie next season and he is right the number one determining factor on that is where he goes yep. but historically if it helps uh, Sidney Crosby had 100 points his first season at 18 McDavid was a lockout year. They played 45 games, and I believe he had 48 points. Right. Point being, they're both over a point a game. Yeah. Why do you think he'd be less than a point a game? Size. Mm. I, I'm one of those guys that, like, he's going to have to put on some weight this summer. I, I, I fully appreciate his dedication to the game. I think he's a phenomenal young player, and anybody's going to be absolutely fortunate to have him, especially from a marketing standpoint, which – the world answered all the world's problems. The world's questions is money, right? You gotta, you gotta Isn't sell. It? You gotta it's sell. It's also the root of all evil. Yeah, I like to point well, that for out. For sure, it is. You gotta sell. So I think that, um, I think as long as you put some weight on it, he's gonna take him a few games to get his stride. And my goodness, I, I still put him at six, anywhere sixty to seventy. Uh, Swerve in Calgary says sixty. Jeff the Stamps fan says sixty. Okay. Steven in North Dakota writes that he says, does Connor Bedard have to take a rookie minimum contract? He has to take a rookie contract. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's so standard. So he's a rookie max. He, right. He doesn't have to take a minimum. Why would he take the minimum? Yeah. Uh, Steven in North Dakota, by the way, says 85 points. 85. Let's hear it from you all. How many points do you think Connor Bedard will get? It's a fun thing, and I'm going to remember what every single one of you says. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you interviewed him? Yep. So I want to say this. I have a bit of a problem with following the rules, as you know. So I always still go you? in the play. Yeah, no. Breaking news. Rod has a problem following the rules. How about so that? I go in the player's entrance still. Okay. Uh, so I went by the Pat's dressing room yesterday, and they were doing their little thing. that you know, They have all these rituals and stuff. Yeah, play soccer and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, sewer ball. And, yeah. and they were running like in a... Like what you call a weave in basketball, right around the, you know what I mean? Yep. And Bedard was leading it. He was the first guy, and I looked at him, and he was just smiling ear to ear. He just wants to be one of the boys. Yep. Have you noticed? You're, you're down around there all the time. Yeah. He does not put on any airs whatsoever or act like he's better than anybody else. Not at all. And I really appreciated what Dante had to say on your show the other day when he talked about just the person that Connor Bedard is because he does treat everybody the exact same way. He, he issues respect and he expects it back. And consummate, already a professional. And he, this, they were talking about a young man that's not even 18 years Can't old. Can't vote. Yeah. <laughs> Can't vote yet. <laughs> all right. I can wait till he gets down to uh, Anaheim. Trump or Biden? 
<laughs> we'll be right back with Daryl the Bandit Rommel from CTV Morning Live. You're watching live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-ho, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Lewis slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. RP show continues on this Thursday, although I don't know why I say the day. So many people are consuming it days later, weeks later, months later. Uh, but we are on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE. And before we switch gears to some football uh, from the audience, it's fun to predict how many points Connor Bedard will have as an NHL rookie next year. Bruce, watching in the Queen City, says 80. Uh, Ron Thompson in Calgary says 75. And how about this one from BW in Edmonton? He's got it all broken down by the team. If he plays for Columbus, 75 plus. Anaheim, 65 plus. Arizona, plus 46. 46 plus and Chicago 70 plus you can't do that <laughs> supposed to remember all this uh, Jordan uh, writing in Jordan Ewart says getting season tickets to the Pats was the greatest decision I've ever made Bedard was absolute magic last night that's the thing and I do want to switch to football trust me I do but the kid I, one goal five assists six points last night against the Madison Hat Tigers very close to his hometown Mm-hmm. That might be his greatest accomplishment yet, World Juniors included. I don't know. It just keeps pushing the bar higher, and that's the thing. The expectation keeps getting higher, and he keeps, he keeps meeting, meeting it. the expectation. Right. That's the crazy part. Okay. <clears throat> Last hour, we had Clint Bubba O'Neill on from CHCH Television in Hamilton. The Hammer. Yeah, The Hammer. He's a wonderful uh, anchor out there. They're good people, those TV anchors, I'm told. And he also hosts on the Present Ty, Ty Cats right? radio uh, <laughs> network. And he talked a lot about Big Bo, Bo Levi Mitchell, the pride of Katy, Texas, the big offseason acquisition of the Hamilton Tiger Cats from the Calgary Stampeders. My breaking news bell. How about that? The Bandit, what do you identify yourself as a football fan? You all, I, I don't talk NFL. For, for, is it Titans? Patriots. 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 But you're died in the wool pack. I knew it was a blue team. I had a chance of guessing. Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks. That's your big college College team. And CFL? Uh, You know what? 
I, like you, have been around the, the game long enough that you start to just become fans of, of the people whole thing. Yes. and the game, but not the teams. So I will not identify as a specific fan of any one team, but I have people that I will cheer on. Vernon Adams Jr., the fabulous Dan Clark. I think some of these humans that come through, John Ryan, are incredible, and I love what they do, and I respect what they do, but I can't say that I'm a true blue Bombers, Lions, Stamps Well, down. I would boo you, but I feel the exact same a, way. Can I be so a fan of the Memphis Mad Dogs? I'll be a fan of the Memphis Mad Dogs. See, what league are they in? <laughs> they were in the CFL. Okay, I didn't know if they've come back in the XFL or the <laughs> no. USFL. It's... Can we agree it's a little confusing? It was confusing. No, it is. These leagues yeah. now, like, the reason I'm going down this road. Do you, do you like, I got to get your perspective on this. Sure. I watched some, a brief minute of XFL action this weekend. Do you like, A, the kickoff, and B, the extra point system? I love it. The do you think they system. should come into the NFL yes. or the CFL? Okay. Oh, he cracked see, his knuckles. Can you he see cracked his knuckles. He interviews people for a living. He's turning the tables on me. I'm sorry, it's your show. I'll, That's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll no, it's quiet. okay. The last time somebody did that was a premier Brad Wall. I'm like, you sneaky devil. He's good. He's <laughs> he good at that. He's so good at that. The premier of the province. What do you think about this, Brad? I don't know. What do you think about this, Rod? Five minutes later, I'm done talking. That son of a... <laughs> he got me. He got me. Again. Uh, the rules. Here's the thing. The CFL won't adopt those XFL zany rules because they weren't their idea. Okay. And that happens a lot. That's why I think Canadian TV networks took so long to put the shot clock up on the screen because Fox came up with it first. And they're like, we're Canada. We know <laughs> hockey better than anybody else. And now they finally do the shot clock. I don't think the, the CFL will bring it in, and they should. These kickoffs where they line up head on head. Yep. Five, year, five yards apart? Yeah. Five or less. Um, is for safety reasons, and everybody likes it. And then the, what he's talking about, the convert rule, is you can do one, two, or three-point converts, and I love the fact that in other leagues, if you're down nine with two minutes to go, That's a or big a swing. minute, it's over. It's pretty much over. Yep. I've seen people come back. The Riders did it in Toronto in about 2003. I was calling the game, but you could tie the game with one touchdown if you're down nine. I love that. Yep. You know, but I didn't watch enough of the games on the weekend. So the rules haven't changed from the first or second incarnation Whatever of the XFL? iteration of it, yeah. They haven't They're changed? fairly similar. Okay. I was with some hockey he guys. He hate me wasn't on the field. He hate me. I wish he yeah. was. I was uh, with some hockey guys on the weekend, and they wouldn't allow me to put on the XFL. No. They wanted to watch hockey all day for 13 hours. But it was their television, so. Here we are. Yeah, sports bar owners. Um, again, how I went down this road was this landscape of the Canadian Football League. And because you're an Alberta guy, I just said, I can't believe the off-season change in, sorry, in-season change at quarterback where a legend in Bo Levi Mitchell got benched. And I don't know what went on internally because by then I was gone back to Florida. I wasn't around. But how do you keep that as a small deal that you bench your Hall of Fame quarterback? Really understated, wasn't it? Yes. Really understated. And I think he does have a couple of good years of football left in him, so I'm excited to see what he's able to do here. He's got some talent around him. Braylon Addison, former Oregon Duck. Yeah. Very fast player if he can stay healthy. It's going to be an interesting season. It's going to be an interesting season. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says you're from Brooks, Alberta. How can you not cheer for the Stampeders? But you explained why. I did when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm a big 
Jeff Garcia, Doug Flutie. I got to sign Jeff Garcia football in my living room. If you got, we haven't had uh, the bandit on here for quite some time. As a matter of fact, I'm here my, for one reason, one reason only. What? That's to steal producer Clark. I'm going to sign him to a contract. I'm going to take him back to my studio. Can't have he's fabulous. We got him locked up long term. I want to see the terms of that deal. Let me ask you this. <laughs> I was saying to Daryl, CTV Morning Live, I think sometimes you forget your reach. And I was saying to Daryl, when you were in our roles, or who you reach, or where, I know that for a fact, been doing it a long time, my family, my country cousins, as <laughs> they say, cousins. the farmers and the ranchers, when I go see them, they're often... Do you know Daryl Rommel? What's Daryl Rommel think about this? Can you say hi to Daryl Rommel for us? Why don't us? you ever text me? FaceTime I don't want to bother you. FaceTime me. I don't we'll want to bother I'll you. I'll talk to him. I'm sure you have a lot of people that want to talk to you. FaceTime me. It'll be fun. I'll talk to him. Do you know how big you are in the rurals amongst the farmers and the ranchers? I, I would, I, you probably have no clue. I don't clue. think I have any clue. I, I'm free of certainly appreciative. That's good. And how's this business changed from when you got into it? Oh, my goodness. How hasn't it changed? Listen, we, when, when I started, we were still shooting on beta XP or SP, the big, uh, if you have you ever seen a big Google beta tapes, kids, they're big. Cameras were very heavy. Tripods are very heavy. They're doing this stuff all on iPads now, iPads and laptops. It's insane. And mm -hmm. far less people than we ever had before. Staff. Staff. And what about the sports teams themselves? In which Dealing way? with them, or do you deal with them? Do you deal with them? Well, certainly. We, got, uh, we had Rob Vanstone on this morning. Uh, it was, listen, this is a great day for me. I've gotten to be in the presence of two of the greats of Saskatchewan <laughs> sports Who's landscape. Who's the other one? It was Rob Vanstone and yourself. Uh, and then last night I got to talk to Murray McCormick, who is uh, just about to retire from the leader post. So after a fabulous career, shout out to Murray. Um, the teams have been good. The teams have always been good. You know that. And the more that we... Uh, you know, lose people or shrink in what we're doing, the, the fewer times we're able to get out to them. So they're more appreciative than when we do. And a lot of teams have created their own media outlets, which is why Rob has gone over to do stuff with the Saskatchewan uh, Rough Riders, I'm sure. And, mm -hmm. You know, it, they've, they've, I've never had a problem with a sports organization. Well, the gentleman uh, has said he doesn't identify with any specific Canadian Football League team, but uh, he has with the NHL. And I, I got to ask you this then. Let's get to the hockey talk. And I want to, it's funny last night, a hockey guy, the one I was sitting with when you came over and shook my hand. Do you remember? Do you, don't blurt, blurt out his name. Uh, yeah. But he pounded the table. He goes, I hate football. He's like, why do you got to talk so much football on your show? Oh, goodness. Yeah. And he just says, it's too slow. It's broken up all the time. It's, he doesn't like, he doesn't like, the game at all glad he didn't slap the table and say i hate that guy it was hilarious no he goes i hate <laughs> football why do you gotta talk about it so much i said well a big a big very big portion of our audience loves it so that's why we talk as much as we do but to the trade deadline coming up in the national hockey league and you're on the air for hours every morning doing a lot of news but also sports um do you, i almost feel like it's too much i feel like turning it off not you um all the conjecture like, you forget who says what or where I come from or what I should believe. What's your take of the trade deadline and the subsequent coverage? Uh, oh, my goodness. I, you know what? I get my sports coverage exclusively from the Rod Peterson show. Stop it. So it's, if it's outside of this window, I don't know. 
it's fun, right? It's, it gives us something to talk about. It's fun. We are, we are coming out of very challenging years that I would very much rather talk about. <laughs> Who's going to get the then, first overall pick yeah. than any of the stuff we've talked about for the last couple no, of no, years? No, 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 no. But that's why I'm asking your opinion. I could sit and talk about this Bedard going number one overall mm-hmm. to a squirrel about, you know, like a squirrel talks about nuts. But I don't know. Is that just me? You know, that's what I'm interested in. But what obviously, are the other it's things? not just you. You said you're flipping through channels yourself, and this is every what channel's talking about, talking about everybody them. talking about it, including the American networks, which is incredible. Yeah, what do you know about that? I, I've flipped on ESPN. I've I've seen Fox. I've seen them talk about young Connor Bedard and where he may land. Even PTI has touched on it in the recent yeah. weeks. Well, see, here's the biggest bane of my existence, and by the way, it's not a bad thing. Okay, but I'm ready. Well, just the friends that I've made in Florida, it's been over a year now, and they're like, you're messing, you're messing out, you know, on <laughs> the Panthers games and what's going on down there. Okay. It's fun. And, and certainly the football people. And then over in Calgary, they're like, you're messing out. You got to get back to Calgary. I'm like, I can't be everywhere. It's the bane of my existence. You are everywhere. I'm, I'm trying. You can't be everywhere at once. No. Um, Physically, no. Yeah, but, but I guess my point on this is, and I had a very long talk with the hockey guys last night about this because they really want to know what's hockey like in Florida. I'm like, it's a palpable thing. I went to the NHL alumni versus Panthers alumni game All-Star Week. It was in the Panthers' Coral Springs ice den where the Panthers practice. Halfway through the game, I'm leaving. I was watching it with Alf Samuelson. Watch your feet. I'm going to drop some names. Great I don't want to break, yeah, break your feet or anything. And he goes, where are you going? I said, Connor Bedard's playing on the NHL Network. Pat's at Calgary. He's like, oh, go. Let me know how it turns out. Wow. They all know. Wow. Right. And that was the game. 17,223 showed up in the saddle. TSN picked it up. But then yep. NHL Network has the ability to just flip a switch and carry it too. Yep. So I guess as a guy that's lived in the sweatpants capital, the rectangle, almost a half century, <laughs> it's blowing my mind a little bit to realize that this is not just a local thing. No, he's selling this out every ring. Almost a global. Could be a, is it a global thing? I guess we'll find out. The NHL is yeah. a global thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they're trying to then they're trying to become that more and more all the time, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. He sold out uh, that rink. He sold out Medicine Hat. He sold out Lethbridge. Everywhere he goes, and, and people are there to see what's he going to do next. Craig Campbell, I appreciate you, Craig. He's watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame. He says, the RP show introduced me to Connor Bedard. I appreciate that. And we had viewers last hour saying that. Clark lined him up. It's all Clark, and you're not taking him. I am taking him. Producer Clark. I thought that was the my kid party was gift. 14 years of age, and uh, I feel like I'll be telling these stories until I'm old and in a rocking chair. But in that interview, Connor Bedard's eyes just boom—they burn right through you. I was like getting fidgety. I've done a few interviews in my day. I mean, the kid's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and I said to him, "Who do you compare yourself to?" Because I'd never seen him play before—not at 14. Yep. And he goes, uh, "I'm me." That self-awareness at 14. <laughs> yes. And the other thing is, you know, I'm hearing stories now of jealousy, and I don't know how much you know of what goes on inside a locker room, but people have been traded or cut or moved because of jealousy about Connor Bedard. And I'm like, did you, did you see the pregame thing on him uh, before the World Junior was at the gold medal game about the time he spent, it's, all the time he spent in the backyard shooting pucks at the... And all the stick taping variations. Yeah, and yeah. how all his neighbors in North Vancouver, the family's neighbors, loved... They didn't mind hearing that 
ping, ping, <laughs> ping all day and night because it was Connor in the backyard and they knew all, all is right. Yep. Connor's out working on his craft. How many of those kids that are jealous of him are doing that same thing? Yeah. Not too many. Sets an example, doesn't it? But reminds you of the Sidney Crosby washing machine. He deserves it. Yes, he's worked the same for it. Thing. They've worked, worked for, it. for it. So let me ask you this. In, uh, no, we got a break. Can you stick for another Absolutely. segment? Okay, we'll be right back. Sports update coming up. 902-518-3033. Whatever you would like to talk about. By the way, shout out Atlanta. Official Atlanta Thrashers bobblehead. Look at that. Yeah, Rhino Radio. Check that. We have it. Clark's Tickle Trunk. You never know what else is going <laughs> to pop out here. We're live on Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube Live, and the key WQEE-FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of The Rod Peterson Show. All right, we are back. And a sports update just ahead of a little more with the bandit, Daryl Rommel from CTV Morning Live. Three Canadian teams take the ice tonight in NHL play. Edmonton visits Pittsburgh with hopes of building some momentum after snapping a four-game skid with a 4-2 win over Philadelphia on Tuesday. Elsewhere, Vancouver heads to St. Louis. And the Calgary Flames take on the Golden Knights in Vegas. Canada completed its comeback in the rivalry series against the U.S. in emphatic fashion Wednesday night. Blair Turnbull scored twice. And Rene Desbien had a 25-save shutty. And the Canadians won their fourth straight, defeating the Americans 5-0 in Laval, Quebec. And the Toronto Raptors are back in action tonight as the NBA returns following the All-Star break. Yeah, the Raptors host the New Orleans Pelicans looking to extend their good fortune in the month of February. The Atlanta Hawks are off, but in their next game, coming off the All-Star break, it'll be their first since the firing of Nate McMillan as head coach. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas and Theaters Now, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. In the film, which officially kicks off Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, superhero partners Scott Lang and Hope Divine return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. In theaters now, Landmark Cinemas, and we turn it back over to the lovely and talented Daryl the Bandit Rommeld from CTV Morning Live. What's the last movie you saw, Bandit? In theater? Yeah. Elvis. So good. Elvis. So took my mom, big Elvis fan. She, she loved it. When I was a kid, she told me and my sister that Elvis died because she married dad instead of Elvis. So he got a broken heart. And he, then she told the <laughs> same story to my nephew, who then went to school at Show and Tell and told the story. And the kids it. did some Googling and he Not was true. a liar. And then grandma was in lots of trouble. Uh, Elvis was one of those movies. Moose was talking about it last hour that... I didn't look down on my watch once. No. And I think it was close to three hours. The I soundtrack? The music. Mint. Yeah, the music. Oh, my gosh. So good. My gosh. But we're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. And Which 80... my nephews went to this weekend and loved. Well, and 80 for Brady. There's nothing, nothing like going to the movies. So. Well, you get those seats. You don't um, have to kick your feet down. Very comfortable. walk right in front of you. John in Edmonton writes in. He says, breaking news. The CEBL's Edmonton Stingers have a new ownership group. Thank you, John. We'll watch for the news release. But speaking of Edmonton, we've talked a lot about the Calgary Flames. We're very big in Calgary. But 
Edmonton's now our third highest city for audience. Where's Norway in this? Because when I first came on this show, when you first launched, Haven't Norway was a, a lot. big thing. Well, the television has changed that. Did you stop talking about Klub and Lefsa and? <laughs> yeah, that Urel? was fun. Ludafisk. Ludafisk. Have you ever tried Ludafisk? No, don't, don't try want Ludafisk. To. Don't want to. Don't do it. Um, the Oilers back to uh, being on track. <laughs> They've probably got some Norwegians in the lineup. How far are they going to go? Not farther than my flames in the first round. Let's Can go. You be... Let's go. Yeah. Why not? They have to figure out their goaltending. If they turn the turn, are they going to turn the reins? Doesn't everybody? Yeah. Are they going to turn the reins over to Stuart Skinner full time? This is a kid that was spectacular in Lethbridge. Swift Current, as we know, yeah. led that team He's to the WHL championship. He's played the big games. He's cool under pressure. If he can, if he can be the solution at goaltending. I don't know that they win it, but they, they should push. Yeah. Well, it's hard to, frankly, sit and watch the ups and downs of the teams like it the is. Oilers. I, I think it's fun. I, I hate the Oilers. <laughs> I'm born and bred to hate the Oilers. How about okay, that? Well, I'm, okay, now we're getting somewhere. I'm glad that you said that. Um, doesn't, doesn't everybody who's not an Oilers fan or a Leafs fan, for that matter, have some little bit of hatred for that organization. I mean, look how many first-round picks the Oilers have gotten Listen. over the years, and they, and they still haven't turned it into anything. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. Hey, it's taken 42 minutes to really get him warmed up, but now he's on a heater. You don't ever apparently lose that. I wasn't raised in Alberta, but I've enjoyed And when again, I've said I went to college there, but I was 17 and 18. My head was up my ass. I wasn't paying attention to these things. When I went back there last year, yep. I'm like, these people in Alberta get out of bed in the morning thinking about the orders and the Flames rivalry. And they think about it all day. And they go yeah. to bed thinking about it too. It's the same as the Riders and the Bombers if you're a CFL fan. It's that same, it's that same burning hatred. Edmonton is the prettiest city in my rearview mirror. Right. As I leave town. But you really believe it. It's not absolutely. an act. You have to understand something. No, I absolutely believe that. Yeah. No, I don't like the Oilers at all. I never have. There's, some, there's heartbreak there, right? There's some yeah. few playoff rounds that really stung. There's, there's a lot of losses in the, in the Gretzky years that the Flames could have probably gone right. all the way. <clears throat> but you have to understand, fans are fans. Teach me, Rod. No matter where they go, it just, it's, a, it's a people thing. Yep. But in... Florida, where I'm headed on Saturday, they ask me a lot about hockey. The hockey fans that are there are very envious of that. They, they don't want somebody that. to hate. Yeah, they don't have that. I well, mean, the Panthers fans really hate the Tampa Bay Lightning. But the but Lightning don't, don't necessarily. No, nah, they don't get up every morning thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yep. You guys do. Yep. And it's, I guess it's fun, right? It is Passes fun. the time. It is fun. Plus, you know, you meet an Oilers fan on the street, you got something to bug them about. Yeah, but how do you get over it? Like, how did you get over the Flames just mollywopping or being mollywopped by the Oilers in the playoffs that I year? Didn't. That must have affected you. I didn't. I'm waiting for the redemption tour. You didn't get over it. No, you never do. Wait for the redemption tour. Give it to them this year. Once we figure out what's going on <laughs> this in is Calgary. Great. Trevor in Winnipeg, who has no dog in the fight, writes in. And hey, says, I like this guy. Hey, Trev, let's go. He goes, he's no darn oil fan. Go Jets, though. You have to admit, and we're here in the, the, the bunker here for this week. Mm -hmm. There's getting to be the, the rectangle, Saskatchewan. There is getting to be a lot more Jets fans. I've noticed that. It's a short drive. Makes sense. Yeah, but there has historically, you've been here a decade. Yeah. 
that hasn't always been the way. No. No, you know, what they, do you see out of them? Um, the they put together a little bit better of a franchise than when they first got here, though. I mean, the, the, after you get over the initial hump of the excitement of here, they're back. Hooray, yay, there we go. What, well, I got to be honest, Daryl. I'm glad that you said that. And we might have to keep you another segment here, but. I'm the, taking Clark for sure. Well, the Jets. Just for my time. The Jets <laughs> have been good. Okay, this good. is what teams don't understand. And I've been in it, what I tell you. I don't know was the, uh, the crew I was saying today. I started when I was 16. I'm now 50. That's 34 years. That's teams a lie. don't understand. That is a, a bold-faced lie. You are 41 if they're no. a day. Fans think, or sorry, teams think, you have to cheer for us because you're in our town or you're in our fan. No, you win no. them. No. You win them. You need to win. Yep. Listen, there are a Not whole bunch of people does that. in this community who are going to be lifelong Pats fans because they're going to remember, remember this. when they're seven yeah. years old and they went to see Connor Bedard play. Right? Just like when they saw Jordan Eberle play. Or all the way back to Eddie, Steady Eddie Staniowski, right? The, you know. Who was just at the enough. game the other night. Was he? Yeah. What a fabulous human. And I do get that too. Um, one final segment. Can you stay for one more? I'm here for you. All right. Daryl the Bandit Rama. I might jump in your luggage and go to Florida. The, yeah, the pride of Brooks, Alberta. We'll Bingo. be right back. You got questions. You got comments. Get them to us now. One more segment left today. 902-518-3033. We're live on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 Canadian provinces and territories. 31 U.S. states. We're live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-ho, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Yeah, yeah, the studio is the bunker. And thanks for joining us. One more. And listen, it's been refreshing to have the bandit, Daryl Rommel, here. How long have I been calling you the bandit, Daryl? I got here in 2013, so... Since Pretty 2013. Close to there, yeah. From Brooks, Alberta, the home of the Brooks Bandits, the reigning Canadian Junior A hockey champions. Year after year after year. How does overtime work? Do we who, who scores first? Is it a field goal? It's uh, do we each get possession? And not really. I did the sports update here. So what we do okay. the four the uh, four season sports palace brings you overtime. Your home of the National Hockey League and the UFC, and. Um, we generally just turn it over to the audience. We used to do a Let's face-off do segment where we would face off on a point, but we don't do that anymore. I want to say again, this is Canada. I'll say it again. I'm watching by the numbers this morning on Visa and on Sportsnet 360, and all they're talking about is college basketball. And I'm like, I get it. They're in Vegas. It's almost I, March Madness. I'm now. in Canada, however. And so hockey's what goes here. So you coming here and extolling your love for the Calgary Flames has stoked the fires of you our sounded viewers. Sounded almost like Bosley. Beasley. Yeah. Beasley. 
Ron in Calgary writes, then he says, so true, Daryl, as a Flames fan, you just have to hate Edmonton. Good players, but poorly run organization for too long. (laughs) (laughs) Irony. Sometimes the truth is hilarious. Grant in all caps. Can you see it? From Edmonton. Writes in. He's watching on Game Plus television. Here we go. Embrace all caps. Flames won't make playoffs. Hot take. Edmonton and New York Rangers Cup final. Book it. GMAC. Hot damn. And uh, Daryl also said, he said, don't worry, Daryl Romulus. Okay. We dislike you. <laughs> Do you How want to read it for yourself? <laughs> or should I, I believe it. it. I believe it. I didn't actually think, Daryl, that you would like roll the Oilers. in here and light a fire like this. I don't this. like their Oilers. I don't like their crappy, scary, eat-your-children mascot. I don't like anything about them. Have you seen Hunter the mascot? Nope. Horrid. Some sort of lynx cat on steroids. Uh, Spicy. <sighs> Listen, if you love hockey, today's the day for you. And it's perfect because tomorrow's Football Friday. we got some Football Hall of Famers coming in. Glenn in Medicine Hat. Home of the Tigers. Home of the Tigers, where I was on the radio last night, Wild FM. I got a Tigers story for you. You want to hear a Tigers story? In a second. Glenn writes in from Medicine Hat. He says, I suspect the phantom assist questions are a tongue-in-cheek shot at the Regina scorekeepers, not the player. Right. Probably some chirp from a Saskatoon guy who enjoyed that great old Blades-Pats rivalry. What we're talking about is Connor Bedard had a Golden 5 helpers at the Pats game last night. Six points. Yep. They beat Medicine Hat 6-3. And now some people are chirping, saying uh, some phantom assists in there. That's the way they do it in Regina. So I've been poking around, asking some NHL scouts that were there, hockey people. They're like, I didn't, I didn't see that. And we've kind of got to the bottom of the fact there's video now, which there never used to be. Right. You can't get away with that. Nope. They go back over everything. Fine tooth comb. Even in collegiate hockey now. From the hockey god in all caps. Flames are worse than last year. They don't matter. (laughs) I think this spring could be fun if these two get it together. You have a medicine hat story. Last night I'm sitting in the in the room as you saw, and I'm talking. Media room. Media room. We're talking about uh, retro jerseys, and I said, you know what the Tigers need to do is they need to bring back. Do you remember about '95, '96, the old Flying Tiger, the the socks that had the claw marks and the orange? And I said, you got to bring those back. Those are beautiful. I loved them. I said I saw a lot of bad hockey in those. And who am I talking to? The assistant coach, Logan. Mazer, who's dad behind the, the bench and his dad owns the team. And he played on the team in those jerseys. And I'm like, I, I had season tickets. Well, I, I, you, you already have my money. Now I just want the jersey. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, uh, for the comments, by the way. Sean is watching on Game Plus TV in Vancouver. And he says, great guests today. The Bandit is entertaining. When driving to Calgary from Regina as a kid, you could always smell Brooks, Alberta coming. The smell bandit, money. The, the bandit knows it. <laughs> he's talking about those stockyards. I know what he's talking about. Which, you want to get into Yellowstone talk, cowboy talk? Um, my mom's very best friend, Faye Altwasser, her and her husband, okay. Garnet, run those stockyards. Okay. And I heard, I was talking to a cowboy guy. They run four to 5,000 head of cattle through those stockyards a day. Slaughtering. That's money. That's <laughs> a lot of money. It's a lot of money in Brooks? Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, back to the hockey. 
Yes. The 90s are a very um, unheralded era for hockey. Because at the time, we thought the 90s sucked, man. We're not the 80s where there was the neon and everything was fun. You're probably not old enough to remember. What are we doing in the 90s that's making any memories? And now we look back 30 years later and go, we're doing a lot of cool stuff in the 90s, particularly in junior hockey and the NHL too. Great jerseys, you know, great promotions and stuff. Some great names, as you said. What? (laughs) The glowing puck on Fox. Do you remember that thing? Some good and bad <laughs> ideas, but memorable. Memorable. Right? Yep. Ryan in Toronto, another great RP and uh, another great show, RP and crew. See you again tomorrow. Thank yes, you. You, guys, you, you, Ryan you, you got some dedicated viewers there. You talking about my you rural You didn't know this? You talking about my rural viewership. These guys are great. Yeah. Well, yeah, these are going a long ways. <laughs> Ryan in New York, upstate New York. Good day, Rod Squad. Boy, this conversation escalated quickly. <laughs> anyway, enjoy whichever sports you watch tonight, folks, which I didn't even get around to. Three, six, ten in the NHL tonight. We talked about that earlier. Hey, American Hockey League, Henderson Silver Knights are in Calgary tonight to take on the Wranglers. Do you ever Maddie. think the American Hockey League in Canada will get any toehold, or yeah. even in Calgary for that matter? I'd go to that game to see Manny Viveros lead the... Henderson. And I would go to see Jamie Heward, and we would both leave, leave happy. Uh, that would be great stories, great times. Yep. Maybe they're wonderful watching humans. right now in Alberta on Channel wonderful, wonderful uh, 924. Smart of them to move those teams to the same city, right? The call-up process is so much easier. Don't know why it took so long. Yep. Um, Steven in North Dakota. Rod uh, is Smokey and the Bandit. We talked oh. about that earlier. That would be a good yeah, show, Smokey and the Bandit. We could do it. Somebody should make a movie. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, McTavish still has your mascot speechless. I would like to think everybody knows that Craig McTavish, the coach of the orders, ripped the tongue out of Harvey the Hound, the mascot's mouth. NHL's first ever mascot, by the way. Harvey the Hound? Harvey the Hound. And voted the worst. Come on. This year. Come on. Sorry to say. Do you know the New York Rangers don't even have a mascot? What would it be? Right. A Statue of Liberty. I Clark guess. and I just said it at the same time. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a soda. I'm taking him with me. It doesn't matter. He'll leave you a soda. Um, last minute of play in the RP show today. Ryan says the Sharks and the Barracuda are right across the street from each other. Talk about an easy call up. There you go. You talk about over in San Jose. You got the Wranglers and the Flames. You got the Canucks. And I think it's the Abbotsford Canucks, is it not? Yep. The, the Jets the and the Moose. Same building. Uh, Jets and Moose. Uh, Golden Knights, Silver Knights. Yeah. Now we're down to 45 seconds. The last word is yours, Bandit. What do you got? 30 seconds. What do you got? I'm just glad to be here. I appreciate you and your staff and everybody here t- welcoming me and having me around. Thank you, Bandit. It's a lot of fun. It's always good seeing you. It's good to see you. Keep on keeping on. Don't, we'll send, do don't send more photos from Florida. It's cold here. <laughs> Again, don't get offended. What Plug did we talk about? In. Plug your car in. What did we? Th- yeah, no kidding. We'll see you all tomorrow for a football Friday with some Hall of Famers in the bunker. See you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus and WQEE. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Hell yes. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.